So we're gaining wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether you paid attention, close attention to the readings, both the first reading and the gospel. Did you notice anything? Who noticed something? Let me see the hand of those who noticed something. Okay, young man, just lift your voice in a sentence. What do you notice? Okay, that's the give praise to God. Who else again? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, that's a very strong observation. As if Mary went and copied that prayer, right? Uh-huh. Now, I want to ask a question. Anna and Mary... Who is higher in the eyes of God? Hmm? And Mary is learning to pray like Anna. Anna, the one that was uh, not having children or child, and she prayed and then prayed, 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 prayed earnestly. And while she was praying, the priest, Eli, came and said, Woman, after eating and drinking, I come to make noise in the temple. He said, no, my Lord, I'm not drunk. I'm desperate asking God for a need to bless my womb. And Eli said, go, by this time next year, you'll come and, come and give a thanksgiving to the child. And in fulfillment of her promise, she presented the child, you know, somewhere to the Lord and then lifted up her hands in prayer. The Bible says, in those days, Anna took Samuel up with her, <clears throat> and all that, and all that, and all that, and she brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young, you know. And then she began to pray. Mm. And after that prayer, it touched me so much that Mary herself studied that woman, studied Anna, studied that prayer. The very first sentence of Anna, my soul glorifies the Lord, is the same very word that Mary used. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. If you study the prayer of Anna very well and study one of Mary, you see that about four strong points were faithfully reflected. When I began a journey of, you know, thorough study of scriptures, which all of us are called into, I've said before, God has made you a Christian, but you make yourself a disciple, right? By virtue of baptism, by virtue of your participation in the body of Christ, you are a Christian. But God doesn't want you to stay there. Christianity or the Christian life is the babyish life of the Spirit. Then Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, it's a choice you have to make yourself. That means you are ready to make progress in the Spirit, to learn Take up your cross. Follow me daily. So when you begin the journey of discipleship, it's a journey of diving deeper and deeper into the word of God so that the ethics, the morality, and the principle of God's word will build your life. 
you become a slave to the world. Very important, people of God. Very important. There's a big difference between an ordinary Christian and a disciple. So when I began to study the world, I began to come across things that nobody ever, ever told me. My trust is the same that nobody taught me those things. I stumbled on this prayer and began to study. And in the seminary, we sing this prayer every day. Every day. Every evening prayer. We have different versions of the Magnificat. We will sing them so beautifully. With organs and instruments in the seminary, you can imagine 100 boys singing. The whole place will be shaking. You can feel the glory of God, you know, in the atmosphere. But that didn't make too much sense to me. I enjoyed the melody about it. But as I began to study, I was so shocked. When I stumbled on Anna's story and I read that prayer over and over, I began to pick from where is there. The Lord kill him. The Lord make some eyes. Just out of hope that prayer. Yes. The Lord kill him. The Lord make some eyes. Now, when I came to look now, I began to study Mary you know, specifically because I said, let me understand this woman. You know, there are only two chapters that talk about Mary in the whole of the Bible. Luke chapter 1 and Luke chapter 2. And I saw the similarities. I said, what? Then I began to combine with the other stories I've made to understand that Mary at the age of 13, 14, 15, her mother, what's the name of her mother again? Eh? Anna took her. Anna took her to the temple. Because in those days there was no school. And Anna and Joachim were very wealthy people. They were rich. In those days there was no school. The only school available was what they call a temple school. So the only thing you will learn is religious things. As time went on, then the world began to develop. They now separated school from the church or from the religious, uh, uh, religious circle. That's how school began. School originally started with what? Spirituality. That's another topic from that day. I tell you about corruption. When school was taken away from the church, it became corrupt. So Mary was sent to that school. And what was her textbook? The Bible. Her mathematics was the Bible. Uh, her health studies was the Bible. Uh, what again? Eh? School management, Bible. Civil studies, Bible. Eh? Social studies, Bible. Everything, all the studies, all the different courses were all wrapped in the Bible. So each book was like a course for her. So that's why Mary took her time to study each of the books of the scriptures. And not only that she studied it, she studied to the point that she began to relate with it in the realm of the spirit. She will even tell you the spirits that was responsible for the inspiration of the book of Genesis, Exodus, and all that. Because you say the words are spoken to you, they are what? They are spirits, they are alive. So she knew scripture so much. When I discovered this, I gave her a name. That name is not part of what is written. I don't know why I have given you a name before. I call her the barrister of the world. She's the barrister of the world. With the world, she can do so much. So the thing was already flowing in her. Every part of scripture, that every prophecy, made sense to her. At the age of 16, she was full of the world. When the angels say you are full of grace, it's not ordinary grace, it's what? Well, grace is that I am what? 
captured in God's word by knowledge. When they say this person is a, is full of letters, you know, it means the person has gone to school. He has a lot of books in his head. So Mary was full of the letters of the word of God. So when the angel came and said, you are full of grace, the angel was talking about what? The power of the word of God resident in her. And then I was able to ask you that she knew so much. So when she came to Elizabeth, who was her spiritual directress, to come and share with her, look at what happened though. I saw an angel who was telling me all this. So I am coming to you. You know, you are the wife of the high priest, Zachariah. You know, you are not training me. I've come so I can vet my spiritual experience. Is this in genuine? I know that God can speak to me. For me, I'm convinced, but I need my spiritual directress to what endorse this revelation. Mary and Elizabeth, who is higher? Huh? Yeah. Are you learning something now? Because some people are like, they are like this. They can't, you can't bend them. They are like this. Just because of more grace, they are like this. As she had this in mind, she came just to greet to first of all, Auntie, good evening. And then Elizabeth was already connected. Who am I to be visited by the mother of my Lord? Who told her? Who told her that uh, anything happened? She got instant knowledge immediately that this is going to be the mother of the expected Savior, prophesied in Isaiah, in Ezekiel, in all the prophecies of scriptures. He said, as soon as your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb left for joy. Then she now said, they were blessed is she who believed that what was spoken to her by the Lord shall be fulfilled. Then he said, ah, auntie, who told you all this? How, oh, next, how did you know the details of what has happened to me? That was confirmation of what? Prophecy. Confirmation of God's word. Mary too was stirred in the spirit of the world. Because Elizabeth said, blessed is she who opened the who believed what was spoken to her by the Lord. Mary now said, my soul revived in me. You know I was there. My spirit rejoiced in God, my Savior. You could see the way she was saying it with boldness. She was just articulating scriptures. The words have inspired her over the years. And this says Samuel, um, first Samuel chapter 1 from verse 24 to 28 was very instrumental in, in building inspiration in the heart of men. Do you love Mary? Then be like her. If she was the one of the world, why are you not a woman of the world? Why are you not engraved in the word of God? To what degree can you pray with the word? Mary has said, prayed with the word. The official prayer, when you say the prayer she prayed in the spirit, you can see 21 Bible quotations. I've studied it. For those of you who have come for, for retreats, you know, I have always exposed that to you. 21 Bible quotations from this woman in just, she didn't get prepared. The thing just came and it was just coming out. All the things she has meditated was just flowing out of her. Now we are chanting that prayer. We don't even know the root. So how can you get blessed when you are not part of the root? So it was when I crossed 
come across this prayer and the Mayuka many years ago in Mythology 2 that I immediately it dawned on me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I cannot overshadow you like Mary until you have grown with the word you have. For without the word, I can do nothing in your life. That is where I began to devour the word. I began to read the Bible as never before. I began to study it. I will sit down and I will read and read and I will understand. And I will start making notes, making notes, making notes in my own understanding. I will go through it again, rigorously. Spending sometimes four hours every day studying the scriptures. You cannot study scriptures and remain the same. As you go through those pages every day, something is happening to you. There are some you know, supernatural you know, uh, 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 flares you begin to feel. Your thoughts begin to be energized. Your mind begins to be so sensitive. There is something the Bible does to someone. I'm telling you, there is something about that book, mysterious about that book, that has ability to just shake up your body, your spirit, and your soul. There is something that injects into you, especially when there's a correlation between you now, your passion with the word of God. If you lose that passion for the world, you are cut off from the spirit. Because the only access to the realm of the spirit when it comes to God is his word. So you have to humble yourself to study the word. Pick up your Bible, dust it. Let the Bible feel your the heat of your hands every day. And Father, you know that book, if you read it, we don't understand it. But you understand newspaper. You understand newspaper, right? All the movies you watch, you understand those scripts being played out. It's only the Bible that's so difficult for you. You understand TikTok. You understand Facebook. Which one again? Eh? Instagram. You understand all those ones? Eh? All those sophisticated seasonal themes, you understand all of them. The only book you, you read and you understand is the Bible. Can't you see that something is wrong somewhere? Why must it be the Bible that you blackmail and say, I don't understand it? Yes, you think the devil will come and watch you to penetrate to the depth of the scriptures? He will stop you because he knows. He knows that as you get into this, into this book, there is something that enters you. David said the entrance of the world brings what? Light. There's a light that shines in your soul. And energy is deposited. But when you read other books that, that are dead, you, you just dump all kinds of trash in your heart. Let this be a challenge for us. I took my time to explain this about Mary in correlation to the prayer of Anna so that we can, we can learn. That inspired me, and it has not died. How many years now? Go to our, about 25 years now. We have been journeying in that. Our strength is in the word of God. It will change your mentality. It will break yokes in your life. It will change your character. It will change your, your attitude. It will modulate your life. It will rearrange your life. Eh? Proverbs says, my son, pay attention to my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not allow them to depart from your heart. Keep them in the midst of your soul. It shall be life to those who find them and health to their bodies. David said, your word is a lamp unto my step and a light unto my path. Jesus said, the words are spoken to you. They are spirits. They are life. Yes. 
Let us let our passion for the world come back again so that we can also work with Mary. Because without the world, Mary cannot work with you. And then finally, he gave us the rosary. What's the rosary? The rosary is a summary of what? God's word. The ministries of the New Testament. Check all of them. They are all different ministries. So at this mass, we pray for an open heart to delve more, to not just the Christians, but to be what? Disciples who will study God, study his word, study his spirit, and truly be one with him in the journey of life. Through Christ our Lord.